Tag Show. The Mixed Tag Show. With Jenna and Blue and Blue and Blue. Damn. Now, here's your host, Jenna and Blue Magic. What's going on? It's the Mixed Tag Show. I was supposed to start off. No, this is an. Because last week we. Last week, I was supposed to start off, but since we didn't do it, so this is still an even number. You sure? I'm very sure. Did positive. So very what, positive. Cause so why did you say you'll do the notes this week if it was an evens number? Cause, well, technically, I did the notes last week, but so technically, you're supposed to do the notes this week, but I know you had a lot going on, so I was well, being a I good we tag decided, team partner. I thought we decided. Yes, whoever, whoever, but I'm. the point is what I'm trying to tell you okay, is that I'm being. I'm trying at, to, okay. You know, you. Well, I'm trying to make sure we're on the same page here. All right, go ahead. Talk. Even episodes are yours. When there's an even episode, you do the notes. So is this not an even episode? I, saw, I thought it was an odd number because you told me that I was supposed to do the notes. That's what I'm saying. Well, technically, you were supposed to do the notes, okay? But it's an even number. That doesn't mean anything. Every other every other week. All right, we start over. Hold on, let me put the applause for you. <laughs> What's up? You're listening and watching the Mixed Tag Show with <laughs> Jenna and Blue. Hey. Hey. What's Gucci? What's going on? What's What's popping? What's keep me in the loop? What's hey, going hey, on? Hey, what's happening? How was your week? Um, my week was good. Um, you know, I don't really have, I won $10 on a scratch off, so I rich, rich Jenna. The, did you send me the right notes? Yeah. Why? Oh, okay. Why? Because it says thank, <laughs> shout out to someone. That and the predictions, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Well, we, I just didn't change that part. I meant mm. to put results, but okay. it's, it, it's, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. Okay, I, good. I, I, I just copied right, and paste. Right. Okay, cool, cool. Anyway, but yes, I won ten dollars off of scratch off, so that was my my week. Jacket. I see that. You know, gotta rep our favorite. Of course, I had a very amazing week. Yes. So you know. Yeah. What about you? Uh, my week was all right. Had a very bad week last week. Yes. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you know why. But then it was made up over the weekend. For the most part, I guess. Well, cheered up, I guess you could say. Did I help a little bit? Did you? <sighs> Never mind. It's okay. I mean, I, I guess. You, it's always nice talking to you because you're my tag team partner. Okay. Just. But, I feel like I'm losing you. No, no. But though, like like this weekend, I went to my son's birthday thing at the water park and stuff like that. So we had fun out there. And, and then, you know. Water park. Isn't it cold? It's an indoor water park. Okay. It was, I didn't expect it to be that way either. Okay. Well, listen, that sounds like fun. It was. Where was my invite? It was a kid's party. My parents didn't come. Like, it was just literally me, his mom, and kids. Okay. Well, all right. No, that's fine. It's cool. <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> and then, you know, enjoyed my weekend. It was one of those. Uh, and, you know, enjoy your weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm losing you a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> Why are you losing me? Anyway, um,. Yes, a shout out to uh, cause you were a little confused, but shout yeah, out. Yeah, I said last week. I'm like, wait, is this the right note? Shout out to TKL. <laughs> Not last week, but the week before he joined us. Right, was a special guest, and he did the little skit with us, the Eddie Guerrero skit. So shout out to you, TKL, for coming through. Definitely and showing us love all the time. 
Yeah, and uh, also for getting me in trouble. Yeah, well, but what still? You, you, you getting me in trouble. Anyway, shout out to the WWE shop. You got the NWO hoodie. It's cold hoodie. outside. It's snowing. It, it, I almost didn't it make was, it here. It's not really snowing anymore. It was snowing, but. I almost didn't make it. Yeah, well, you're here, so you're over-exaggerating. Um, I'm wearing this Boston hug. I'm wearing this Boston hug, you know, because the new tag team champions got to represent. Wait, stop it. What are you doing? You keep doing it. They, like... Anyway, <laughs> if you want this fly merch, not this fly merch. This is actually a limited edition. Yes, if you live in New York City, it's at Foot Locker. I'm giving Chalkline free promo, but whatever. Nah, be who? Who got? I mean, Chalkline. I'm wearing this Chalkline jacket. I don't know. So. They're they not cutting no checks. Actually, no one's really cutting. Okay. Anyway, yes, they are. WWE shop. Hooking this up. Yes, okay. Shout out to w- with that said, shout and- out to WWE Shop. If you head on over to our Instagram, the mi- at the Mixed Tag Show. Right. Or at our personal social media at The Mixed Tag Show. I said that already. I said, did I personal, say personal? I just called on after I said the Mixed Tag Show. Blue Magic Grind. You've been gone for a week, He's trying to- Yeah. Okay. Blue Magic Grind, spill tie sound, or you can catch her at Who's her? You mean her at Okay. <laughs> at Miss Jenna Baby, B A Y B E E. The link is in our link tree. Yes. Right? You can go there, give us some coins, get your wrestling merch, your titles, your shirts. I think they're having a sale on shirts and titles. So definitely check them out. If you're not on Instagram or social media and you'd like to watch us on YouTube, the link is in the description. Boop, boop, boop. Click on that. Give us some coins. We're struggling out here. Definitely. And also, we're struggling. Make sure you get on it with on it. Ah, good. <laughs> See what for I did you. there? Beep, beep, beep. On it, you know, get your workout going. You got your apparel, your yep. merch, right? Your supplements to help fuel your workouts. Make sure you use the discount code TMTS. Yes, you guys are wrestling fans, right? A lot of you aspire to be wrestling fans. What better way than to rock some on it gear? Get on it. Yeah. Get on it with on it. Don't steal my tagline. No, I want to say it now. I want to check. Get for that. on, get <laughs> on it with on it. I want to check for that one. Where's my? Here you go. Yeah. I want my check for that one. Yeah, Don't be using it. You are. Listen. Sometimes you're not on it, but you're on it right now. <laughs> exactly. Ah. But don't forget, collar and elbow. Boom. Wrestling meets street fashion. Yes. You get some nice gear there as well. Shout out to Al Snow. Yes. Who runs that, right? Right yes. about? Use our discount code as well, TMTS. Very simple. The Mixed Tag Show. First letters of each word. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. And you were in there. That's it. So what's next? Now we move on to... Let's pass it over to Gina with this year's, this week's drafts. All right, Blue. So it looks like she, this she week... She called me Blue. Oh, stop. You're being nice. I like that. I did have a hard week. Anyway, Tom, so this week we have mixed emotions. Yeah. In the lead this week with 290.5 points. Up next, we have Knight Riders with 269 points. Yep. Was 
no plus for Night Riders. No, he's not first place. Yikes. Only first place get a plus. I try to have your back, Astro. The nation of McFly she Nation. She got a point, Sayla. <laughs> <laughs> Craig. You ain't got a lot, Craig. You ain't got. We gotta get that job for him. You ain't got a lot. You ain't got a lot, Craig. Had a hundred and nine points this week, and the McMahon regime two point oh. <laughs> this Dallas is it just gets bad, right? It's, it just tails off. The McMahon regime two point oh has a negative point nine point five points. Then we have undisputed art era, negative twenty nine point five points. It's just bad. And then last, the favorite posers, X3, negative 61 points. So in the lead, yes. so in the lead this week, Yep. I mean, in overall, yep. mixed emotions said 650 points. Up next, we have Astro and Knight Riders with 519 points. Third place, the Nation of McFly Nation, 27 276.6 points. Then we have Undisputed Art Era with 215 points. The McMahon Regime with 102 points. Did that just flip my mind? I was like, wait, what did you just do? <laughs> I know. It's, I, I'm getting used I, I, to a lot of the yeah, names yeah. and stuff like that. Still, what, the fourth yeah, week or whatever? Yeah. And damn, I, I, I feel bad for this. <laughs> the favorite posers... Is in sixth place. That's last place. <laughs> With negative seventy-eight point six four points. In the next tag sixty-four show, points. Fantasy draft. History. History. Negative. I want people to After hear that. After four weeks. <laughs> negative seventy-eight point sixty-four points. Remember when Kevin was tro- trolling last season? He just picked whatever. He wasn't even this bad. Exactly. How? How in the world? I gotta see. I gotta, I gotta look, look, I gotta look at his him. roster again, man. Just, I gotta feel what's going on. I have to give him like some <laughs> something to break even because my guy. Oh man. Son, you dead ass. So let's go over to our limits. I felt like I was. And that's the end of the draft. I felt a little like I need to relax a little bit. Feel uptight. A little bit. I was uptight. Make sure you stay in the camera frame though. Am I still on camera? You got it. Look at the little screen. It tells I, you. I can't really see from. Oh, okay. Matt, am I still in camera? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. It, it is about me. Right, right. Um, Moving on to. It is about <laughs> me. People want to see me, Results. Damn it. Not predictions, but results. Results. So we have first up in the kickoff show Cruiserweight Championship. Akira Tazawa versus Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy retains. I missed that. It was a really good match. Sucks that. They always put the cruiserweights on the kickoff. I the, do. I hate that. You know what I mean? And like I don't the arena. Feeling, honestly, I just don't feel like fast forwarding through all the talking just to get to the match. I know it's very lazy of me. Yeah. But it's just like. Yeah, I mean, it again though. It just sucks for the simple fact that like. It's a title. It's not. It's not that. It's that the arena is not full, right? Right. You see, you can see all the empty chairs behind them, uh, and a lot of people aren't really invested. Or when they are at the actual pay per view and they see, it and they're like, "Oh, you know, yeah. they match shook," and it's like, "Yeah, they do this pretty often." Yeah, two or five, two or five live is getting a bad rep right now. Yes, but on the actual main card, right? Yeah, and Limited Chamber Women's Tag Team Championship match. Would you like to make, do the honors on this one? I would, actually. Yeah. Th- it, I appreciate it. Thank oh, you. Good. So, for this, for the inaugural Women's Tag Team 
championship. We have Boston Hug, the Boston Hug connection versus Sonya Deville and Manny Rose, aka Fire and Desire, versus the Iconics versus the Riot Squad versus Carmella and Naomi, aka Fabulous Glow, versus Nia Jax and Tamina. I don't think they have a name. They just Nia Jax. <laughs> they like screw Sam- all that. We don't need that. Samoans. I don't know. And Sonya Deville taps out to Sasha Banks crazy bank statement. I don't know what, what. it was. A it was a modif- modified version of, of the bank, bank statement, statement, which was very very awesome. Taps out Sasha and Bailey become the first ever women's tag team champions. Finally, finally we got something finally. that we want. Even though I was like, ah, oh, they're going to swerve us maybe. Ah, uh, man, because when Mandy hit her uh, move, yeah. I was like, oh, they're going to do it. It was a pretty good match, too, for, for the most part. Yeah, opinion. no, it was. Um, I, I remember reading somewhere that it was actually supposed to main event, but they flipped it like last right. minute. But, yeah, it was a really, really good match. Um, I was very invested. I lost my voice for a couple of days just because I was like, yeah. I was like, what the heck happened to your voice? Well, obviously... <laughs> I'm a mark. Anyway, but moving on. Well, no, but even before we even move on, oh, but did bad. you peep the storytelling between Sasha and Bailey? You missed it. it. Went over your head. Remember last year, right? Oh yeah, yeah. When it, but to me, it didn't make no sense because wow. y'all on teams now. Last year, y'all wasn't on teams. Every woman for themselves. So how does that not make sense? Because why would Sasha kick her off the cage this time? No, but I'm, <laughs> I'm saying the storytelling of their friendship. Oh. Like, obviously. Oh, they they rekindled back into the limited They're like, they, they had a really crazy year last year, right? And no, up and down. Why, okay, go ahead. And then they're on the pod again, and Sasha helps her up, and then she fall, barely falls, and Sasha goes to get her and <sighs> check on her. That's storytelling. I guess it's a full circle in that stance, but in the match, like the way they were selling it, like you know how Corey Graves get, like, oh, he's gonna kick. He's it. annoying. I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? They're tag team. What? Why would she do that now? <laughs> that's like, I think that's why I just like discarded it. Like, yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're moving on. Like, that didn't even make sense for you to even say anything like that. Yeah, like, I don't know. He's annoying at this point. Like, Vince is doing too much feeding that stuff in his ear. I guess. Or I don't I know. Whatever. Guess. But moving on. Go ahead. Moving on, SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the Usos versus Shane McMahon and The Miz. The Usos, re- well, gain the titles away from Shane McMahon and The Miz to become new SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. Yep. That's fine. Handicap Intercontinental Championship match versus, well, Finn Balor versus the champion Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. The Demon King, well, not the Demon King, Finn Balor, finally. Balor Club. Finally. Wins his second title on the main roster and defeats Leo Rush and Bobby Lashley. What did you think of that? I wasn't a fan of that. Why? Because, first of all, he didn't pin the actual champion. He pinned his manager. Okay. Second of all, it just was a cheap way to give Valor the title. I felt like if you're going to really legitimize him as a potential threat, let him pin Bobby straight up. Yeah, but and, and I, but Leo's been a thorn. <clears throat> excuse me, has been a thorn in Bob. He was, was kicking me. Move your feet. He was kicking me. Move your feet. I'm tall. I need leg room. Well, where, where am I supposed to? Where You're am I supposed to? Where am I supposed to? Like, anyway, Leo's been a thorn in Finn's behind. And he right? got he got his revenge last Monday. 
he got his revenge at Elimination Chamber. He won. This is what, this is what the people want. People you know, want to see Sasha and Bailey win. People want to see Finn Balor win. They finally got titles. I liked it. I was happy. Uh, oh, moving on with the Raw's Women's Championship. We'll be right versus Ronda Rousey. This match was like. See, here's my problem. <laughs> the thing. What I, Becky seeing Becky was cool. You know, Becky three sixteen. That was fine. Charlotte, whatever. My thing is, and I guess we'll discuss it for Raw. But you really just made Ruby look stupid. Because it was like a big. I didn't even get. It a was chance. a squash. I, yeah, it was a squash. I didn't really get a chance to look at it. Look at it. It was it because it was a squash. <laughs> it was nothing. It was legit nothing to see. <sighs> I I just don't understand. Like I understand some people are supposed to be book dominant and what have you, but it's just like this is too much. It's not even that it's too much, but you made Ruby look stupid. But that's my point. This is too much. Like she ran through four horsemen for the most part, making a run through the ride squad, made her dominate the entire ride squad at this point, right? Like, so their their whole tra- their whole life of being wrestlers didn't mean nothing. Listen, I don't know, but I was really disappointed that they let Ruby look that weak. And we've always said Ruby could be a real potential threat. To yeah, and I mean, and we'll definitely di- and we'll definitely discuss it on Raw about the match again at Raw. But yeah, like I was I was annoyed that I looked away and the match is over and then I see Charlotte and 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 Ronda and then Becky coming out. That was cool. That was. That whole in, you know exchange, interaction, interaction, what have you? But that that was messed up what they did to Ruby. But moving forward, Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. Corbin defeats Strowman with the help of Lashley and McIntyre. That just happened on cue, and I'm not mad at it. <laughs> what? I yawned when you was reading it. Oh, <laughs> oh I was like, I thought you meant the match. I'm like, no, what? It, I was yawning when I you wish said I, that. I wish I caught that. Yeah, no. But anyway, the main event, Elimination <laughs> Chamber, WWE Championship match. This was fire. This was fire. I'm glad. As much as I love the t- women's tag team match. Yes, that's what. This was, is this was a yes, good choice. Exactly. This is a good choice to close because out because you know how I am. Why the women main event? Wah, 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 wah. Right. And I was I was at first gonna be tight, but the men did their thing. Yeah, like this is a very great match. match. Was fire. Um, it was a very as predictable, per se. Um, okay. I mean, like, people predicted it for Dan Bryan to come out, of course. What I mean is that you had some doubt. You had at least one doubt in the match at one point. No? No, I mean, I always knew Dan was going to win. I I really You didn't. never know it for a second, like, why are they going to throw us a curve right now? Not once? I did. I did. Well, who did you think would have won? Not Kofi. I felt like Kofi had a chance. When he hit Trouble in Paradise, and when he hit um, that no, that, but I like, mean, you mean going into the match? No, no, no. Talking about as the match was going on. Oh yeah, I mean that was like, the expense was dope. And, like and even like with uh, AJ and Randy, it's just like at one point you just feel like the all expense, right. the suspense. Yeah, it was like all right, maybe DB don't walk out of this. The only person that I felt bad for was Samoa Joe. I mean, but it's the same story every every week, every pay per view. They he talks. Like mad trash on the mic and is and is he's dope. the first one out and it's just he he looks weak but besides that Kofi Kingston like he's been the MVP the past what three weeks and it's just a reminder of how great of a, a wrestler he can be especially you know 
I felt like right before he got into New Day, I couldn't stand Kofi, to be quite honest with you. Like, his character. As a wrestler, great. Right. But I thought it was just something very, very Happy cheesy. Yeah, that's it's the same thing like what they do with Apollo and the same thing with Cedric Alexander. Like, there's no edge, right? With New Day, you see more personality, and then you put it together with his ability. Right. But now that gets lost in the shuffle because he's been in a tag team since, what, 2000 and... <sighs> I don't even know when... Because they got they got their, they got their second title in two thousand. I'll fact check that. I got it. Anyway, but yeah, like it just it, everything came together, right? right? And that match was amazing, especially between Daniel and Kofi. Yeah, them closing out and false finishes and yeah, it was just that was an amazing match. And Even Randy's RKO to AJ was AJ like, was fire too. <laughs> that was actually one of my favorite finishes. Like, say what you want about five Randy. years this July. Okay, so there you go. So it's, it's July twenty first is five years for them. So they've been together for a while. So his talent, I, I think, all of their talent actually gets lost in the shuffle. But besides all of that, how did you rate Elimination Chamber? I gave it a B. The only thing I really did again, I didn't like the way that um, Finn won the title. Even though the match was cool, mm-hmm. and then the whole Braun Strowman and Corbin thing could have been done without. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I enjoyed the review. Okay. What about you? I gave it a B as well. I enjoyed every, most of the matches except for Baron Corbin and uh, Braun Strowman and the whole Ruby yeah, and Lana thing. Other than that, I thought they did a really good job with the pay-per-view, and it looks like the viewers rate the same thing. B. The B. Let's move on to your show. All right. I had so a pretty good week. <laughs> it was a pretty good week. Okay. Thank you. Like, Anyway... So we have some surprises. We have some NXT call-ups. I feel like there's a presentations. Okay, like... NXT presentations. Like, like, this is what we do down here, guys. Okay. In case y'all want to tune in. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to put this, lump this all together in no regards problem. to, like, Ricochet. So we have Ricochet... Well, I can't say got called up, but Ricochet made his debut. Alistair Black made his debut. And DIY... Nope. Tomasa Champa and Johnny Gargano. DIY, (laughs) Tomasa Champa and Johnny Gargano made their main roster debuts. Yep. In very good matches. In very good matches, Ricochet teamed up with Finn Balor. Well, besides getting into all the matches and what have you, the only thing that really kind of I didn't care for, even though he had a good showing, (laughs) was Aleister Black versus Elias. Yeah. I, that was really, really random. Yeah. Right? I just... Yeah. I just... I don't know what they're going to do with Elias. I think... I, I, Time for Elias to take a walk. Seriously, because... <laughs> they're not... I mean, I don't know if that's the running gag. Obviously, just them interrupting and not letting that's him That's the pick. gag now. But it's... It's corny. It's, it's, you're just making him look stupid. Right? And, and that's funny because I remember, I think, sometime last year, they were like, Vince McMahon is high on... Uh, Elias, I'm like, well, that's how you why? show it. Like, but even though, why? Well, I mean, I I like the drifter gimmick. I thought that was funny, right? Like, legit, just randomly showing up, showing up at different places. But you but they give started, him something to do. Yeah, then he started doing concerts, and then his in-ring abilities never really grew. I don't know what his finisher is. I know it's called the drifter, the drifter or drifting away or something like that. Right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really ever recall <laughs> Elias' match, to be quite honest with you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, besides, that's not really the point. Um, yeah, the 
the the presentations guys, was pretty good. The only thing, see, here's the in general the whole raw. The crowd was terrible. They were. It's like you Crickets. can, but you'll be the same people on social media complaining about the the product being trash. Legit, that was it. Like. While I'm at home popping at this, yeah. people getting text messages. Me, yo, like <laughs> I, I had dozed off because I was just really, really tired. Right. And when Ricochet's music came on, I, I jumped like, oh, this is Ricochet. Yeah. And Finn Balor. Yeah. Like, all, all the stuff that they were doing, no one popped for that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I understand, you know, the gen- maybe the general audience might not watch NXT like maybe Marks and hardcore fans do, but, but that was, the, that that was, was the, a great showing. Not only that, but that was the tone for the entire night was the crowd just. Yeah, and it and it sucked because it takes away from a really good show. Right. Because now if the crowd was hot, yeah, maybe we would have rated it like higher than what we did, right? Right. You know what I mean? All of that comes into play. They popped for um, Boston Hug, but it was a very... Somehow I missed that. You missed the pop or just missed their thing? I missed their entire segment. Oh. I think I know what it was. I was traveling back from the store. Okay. And that's what happened. Yeah, well, Boston Hug came out, obviously. They they celebrated their first ever... Their being the first ever women tag team champions. Mm. Um, I was reading... There was Boss time! You don't have to get Bailey's thing, so you can't keep just doing... Oh. On that note, there was a couple of things that I noticed. I don't know if, well, you didn't see it, but there was a graphic, right? When You know how when mm-hmm. their names come up? Mm-hmm. The graphic said, Raw Women's Tag Team Champions. I was like, huh, that's weird. But in their promo, right, they basically was saying how they, you know, they all the stuff that they went through, they, they did it together, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Sasha said, it doesn't matter. I'm paraphrasing what she said, but we defended our Raw, SmackDown, NXT, which is something that you were saying, right? So why was NXT involved in the Elimination Chamber? I don't know. <laughs> but see, this is my, this is the inconsistencies. Right, like... The inconsistencies, because it's like, okay, no one from NXT showed up, one, two, and then again, the graphic said, Raw Women's Tag Team Champions. So I don't know what, what's the plan What's the idea for that? But it was a feel-good story, obviously. A lot of people were kind of getting on Bailey's. I, I missed it because I had stepped away for a second. And apparently her promo, like, sh- like her speaking on the mic, struggled. Um, I guess because, you know, sometimes you don't have crowd participation with them. Yeah, but, I mean, I think that's just always the, been the thing, how people feel about uh Bailey. I don't know, but in general, it's not fair. I, she saved Ronda like two weeks ago. That's what I'm fine. saying. Like, like people are so fickle. Yeah, fickle. Yeah, right. It's just like, and I think you're right. The crowd maybe had a lot to do with it that they they were, but whatever. And then Nia Jax and Tamina came out, and I'm like, okay. I really wanted them to show up on SmackDown and maybe like the Iconics or someone like challenge them, but not. Nia Jackson to me. Yeah, step away from the Raw brand. We've seen you enough on Raw. That, and it's just like, why are we still pushing Nia Jax? <laughs> just don't like her. It's not, I don't even, I, I, it's not that uh, I don't necessarily like her, but you had your, it was all cool, whatever, in 2018. Right. Now it's time to showcase, some showcase other, people. other people. I mean, I would like to see Tamina more, but it, I don't know. Whatever, but they Stop can't. hating on Tamina, people. 
I'll be hanging on to me a little bit too much. I don't know, liking. whatever. But with that said, they attacked them, whatever, and Boston Hub overcame that. In the main event, Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. What a Again. surprise. So my issue with this is now you let her showcase and let them actually have a match? What was the point? It should have been That should have been the case at Elimination Chamber. Right. And then this week, I mean, and then on Raw, she squashed her, and then Becky and, and Charlotte come out. You made her look stupid on for Elimination Chamber. What what was this? It should never be a squash of Ruby. I'm sorry. But if that's what you plan on doing. It should never be the case. <laughs> I understand, but if that's what the way you're going, you, you did it on a pay-per-view, and then just to come, like, for what? Like, we don't believe you, right? Yeah. Like, we don't believe now Ruby can defeat her. Yeah, she had the rest of the Riot Squad in her corner, and they helped out a little bit, but ultimately, we don't believe you. It was stupid. And then for it to end like that, like there was no suspense or anything, and then it wasn't even Rhonda celebrating. It was just like this, like that look she gives. It was just like, okay, it was mad awkward. Yeah. Real quick, shout out to Riot Squad, too. They did their thing in the Elimination Chamber match. I just wanted to, I forgot to point that out. I mean, everyone did. Yeah, but. Living Sarah, Sarah, they did that. That dive off the pod. Off the pod, yeah. And then this girl tried to dive on her. Anyway. That's your girl. I'm wearing who I rep. (laughs) Anyway, how did you rate Raw? A B plus. The NXT presentation has really helped them out. Yes. Um. So, and then, I, I didn't get to see Boston Hug, but, yeah, NXT call-ups really helped them out, and, and it made the show fresh. Yeah. Just to see the DIY versus Revival again, that was like... Tommaso, Tommaso versus Johnny, Tommaso and Johnny, not DIY. DIY. They called him DIY. <laughs> so then why did you correct me when I said I, it I, earlier? I was messing with you. I The funny thing is, I didn't even put... Well, because I lumped it all together, but yeah, that match between uh, the right the revival and them always classics was f- fire. Always classics, fire. And if this is what you know, if we're bringing really bringing back the tag team division, this is something to look forward in the future. That match was fire. The crowd popped for that, not popped because they were just trash. Yeah, they, they actually, they, but they, they they at least gave us a golf clap. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more than a golf <laughs> clap, but. Yeah, they, that match was fire. I I don't know. I understand that the NXT call ups had to win. Yeah. But I felt like the revival just won the tag team titles. Why would they like lose? This is a backstory Riot? between them. They're like ping pongs. Anyway, onto your show. On t- wait, no. What did you rate Raw? Oh, I'm sorry. I gave it a B plus as well. And the people and the people gave it a B. Boom. Look at y'all. Yes. Off to my show, SmackDown Live. So just to, ah. before you really get, I didn't put the NXT stuff there because it was like legit the same thing, yeah, right? Repetitive. Yeah, so. Um, no, but, yeah, I like the, the no, no, I mean, every match was fire. Yeah, why match with the bar? With the bar was fire, Andrade and, and, and <laughs> the, fight was, the fight for Zelina. Exactly. <laughs> that was cool. And then um, Ricochet versus, what was it, who was it, Eric Young? Yeah, finally we got to see Sanity. Yeah, but that was random. Like, just Eric. But Sanity was at ringside. I Without Nikki Cross, which is sucks. I understand, but then it should have been. Yeah. Let, But whatever. Anyway. I guess they would have put Ricochet in another tag team match. Let him. Okay, but then there's other people that he could have faced. Who? SmackDown is very thin. 
I mean, clip two fake. Well, we'll talk Rita about Stato? it. Later in hot, I was saying Ray, <laughs> but, but we'll talk about that in hot topics. Okay. Well, SmackDown Live, we got a rare sighting from Oscar, the women's champion. Who I haven't seen in like three weeks. Crazy. And she lost to Mandy Rose. I just don't understand. I don't every, get it. Every time we hear in the dirt sheets, Vince is high on someone, and then we they we see that he's on someone, and then he's. I guess he's more high on Mandy Rose. I don't know. And then we had. What did you think of that? Because then Lacey appeared too. I mean, we Lacey we were appeared in the Elimination Chamber match, and that didn't make sense. I'm I'm starting to get lost on what she's supposed to really be doing. It's funny to me. Like I like I said, I think I'm going to start really being a like a fan. Like she's just popping up randomly and. Walking around like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I didn't like that match so much because again, Oscar loses. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like she's the cha- women's champ. I guess they're trying to set up for Fastlane, whatever. Well, I mean, you're gonna have to pick up an opponent. Like there's legit no one, right? Yes, there is. There's plenty of options. Like who? That's a heel. Does it have to be a heel? They've been doing face versus face for a while. It, but she's ultimately, not ready. ultimately, it's it, it's you're gonna have a heel. Sonya Deville is more ready than she is. But we already saw that they were trying to build up Mandy and even Lacey Evans. Too. I I get that, but you said who else could it have been? Could have been Sonya Deville. She's more ready. My opinion. Uh, I think I think Sonya she still needs a little bit more work. Not to say that Mandy doesn't need a little bit more work, but I Sonya the push has been by, with Mandy. Do you forget that moment that Oscar and Sonya had in the middle of the ring? And they had their little exchange. The okay. crowd went for it. I mean, in regards they have to chemistry. I re- I mean, in regards to character development. Well, they don't yeah. let her talk. They let Mandy talk. All That's time. what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, if at this point, logically, it it makes more sense for Mandy because she's a heel. They've been kind of building her up these past few weeks, whereas Sonya's been more so in the background. Main event. This was fire. That was fire. Your man Kofi. Kofi's out here killing it. What, three weeks, right? Two, three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Showing some Black History Month love. Three weeks, two weeks? Two weeks. Black History Month. Yeah. <laughs> showing some love. Yeah, so that his showing uh, gave him a championship match at Fastlane. Shout out to Kofi, too. He hit Randy with the stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with his own stupid during the match. Yeah. That was pretty good. Um Yeah, I'm excited for that. What do you what about you? I'm excited for it as well. Um unfortunately I don't think we're gonna get what we want. But it's nice to see. Man, Kofi the first would be the first. listen. They I mean I'm, I know that's that's not gonna happen, but I'm just saying And I hope can, and I hope this doesn't turn into a new day turn on him. Well, you know what? And I didn't put this in the hot topics, but I saw that this might maybe lead to a breakup between them. Yeah, I heard they're gonna turn on Kofi. I don't know, and I saw I I felt that way because at the elimination chamber, right? Because you know the pay per view is starting to, to starting to end a little bit earlier than like at eleven, mm-hmm. right? And then when they were helping him, and I'm like, are they gonna do a DIY thing? But yeah. they did it. So I, I, I don't know. I, I'm sensing it. I think it's going to be like a, a year-long thing, honestly. They're going to they draw this That's out That's a great story, though. They're I mean, they've been together. I mean, how long are they supposed to be together for? Right? <sighs> it's been five years. Yes. Yeah, so kind of, <laughs> you got to kind of spread your wings a little five. bit. Anyway, on that note, how did you rate it? I gave it an A. I gave it an A, too. And the people gave it A-. minus. 
It's a good week in WWE, I think. It right? was a good week. Finally. Yeah, finally. Both shows did very well. Yeah. Not even just both shows, but... The pay-per-view did well as well. NXT was cool. I didn't see NXT. You did. Oh, we th- oh yeah. I just saw that one match, though. Yeah, it was a good match. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Listen, we'll move on to hot <laughs> topics then. Oh, okay, by the way, point. happy belated birthday to Rihanna. So Raw saw a major Dang. jump. I, I like Riri too, but it, it had nothing to do with uh, wrestling. I had to. I have to do that for, for her. She be watching. You know, you see my Insta story? I saw it. And I you saw us dancing in the club, mm-hmm. toasted to the birthday. You know what I mean? That's what we do. All right. Sorry. Hot topics. Ross saw <laughs> a major jump in ratings after Elimination Chamber to 2.7 million viewers. I wonder why. Is that sarcasm or are you just saying I wonder why? No, I I, I kind of have an idea. It's kind of half and half. Well, with Boston Hug winning the tag team titles and then with Finn Balor winning the IC title, it kind of seems like it's on an accordance. I, w- I would say that's The that's Usos winning the tag, well, that's not for Smackdown. Raw, but. Yeah. yeah, I mean, fan favorites winning, so now we want to see what happens next, right? I kind of don't like the whole idea of giving titles to people that want to leave. <laughs> I'm sorry. Finn doesn't necessarily want to leave. You don't know that. You don't know that either. I know, but I'm talking about the others. I don't, I, we don't know if Sasha and Bailey. Nah, no, I'm not talking about them. So then, those are the two people, those are the Usos three people. won this past Sunday. Yes, but did you also. Revival won last week. Yes, but you also, you also saw, did you actually listen to, like, Jimmy, well, John, and, uh, their, I'm gonna go with their stage name, Jimmy and Jay's, uh, <laughs> I didn't want to put their actual names out there, Jimmy and Jay's. Promo after they won. No. It was very emotional. Nah, I didn't hear it. It was very emotional, and I thought it, it, it like, their actual, like, the what actual. What's going on SmackDown? No, Elimination Chamber. Oh, no. After, you know, they do the, after, like, after the pay-per-view on, exclusive, on, on whatever. On Twitter and stuff? Yeah, like, when yeah, they showed on, on, w, on WWE or whatever. Yeah, it was a very emotional promo, and I think a lot, like, in real life came into it. He's like, you know, people make mistakes. They try to count you out, whatever. Like, it was very emotional. You should listen to it. So I don't, maybe it's not necessarily that they want to leave, but it's just, I think everyone has frustrations at their job, right? Yeah. I think that's just ultimately it. And and, and what's the problem with putting titles, I just bit my tongue, <laughs> titles on, on people that want to leave, right? Like, people, you got to demand... You like know your worth, right? You got to demand what you want. All this time, they've been like disregarding the tag team division, and now finally, when people step up, you do something. And they and for the past couple of weeks, we've seen really good matches, right? We have seen very good and matches. That's a testament of these superstars standing up for themselves. But we've seen good matches from these people before. I understand that, but now we actually got it. We weren't getting it until. These specific, specific, specific tag team superstars said something. I'm not a fan of it. Paige, because <laughs> this is like, yo, I'm gonna complain. Here, okay, just just to calm you down. But bit, then, what do you the title. want though? Just because they complain doesn't mean they need the title. It means to treat the division properly. Okay, but honestly, though, freaking uh, what's this guy, Bobby Roode? 
and Chad Gable, they had the t- they're not a real tag team. <laughs> like, let's stop putting ta- titles on. That's tag my line. Teams. That's not actually. <laughs> hey, that's team. my line. Is it? That is my line. You know that. That's my line. I don't know. That's your line. That is my anyway, line. Anyway, but yeah. <laughs> that's a discussion for another time. Paige blames fans for holding back the Diva division, the Divas division, and not WWE. She caught some flack for it from fans and what have you, so she had to like reiterate what she actually meant. So she stood by what she said, but she also said in a tweet, riddle me this, what about when the bra and panty matches were happening or when Michelle McCool and Gail Kim and Sedge were busting their asses? Why wasn't there an uproar then? All I'm, all I'm saying is it's a two-way street. I can see her point. I don't see her point at all. What, how, it know, come, how it comes, how it, yeah. I can see her point. Only to the point because only because it's, it's you can see it from both ways, right? WWE treated the Divas division like trash by giving them two minutes, you know, giving them like bra and panty matches and all these degrading situations, what have you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like sometimes the fans. Sometimes the fans are like, a little, like we know them. They're too critical in certain situations. Like when AJ Lee and, and you know, like she was saying, like some of these people that was having pretty good matches, they were using those as bathroom breaks. Right, but. So that made the WWE like, I just cut their time shorter since people are leaving during their matches. Yeah, but this is that, when you put that out there, see, first of all, I like Paige. I'm not saying anything about her specifically, but it just comes off as, Ultimately, you're not going to talk bad about the company that you work for, right. right? So, because I'm pretty sure if she wasn't working with WWE, this her, what she's saying right now would be completely different. Because keep it 100, right? This is the same company that, like, why? I mean, I mean, be honest with yourself. Like, keep it 100. Was were people really supposed to be interested in a bra and panties match, and take that seriously, or when Vince and all of them were subjecting uh, women? As, you know, sex sex candy or uh, eye candy or whatever, and not taking them seriously as wrestlers, but just divas, right? Or just that's what it was hiring. Sex props, basically, right. right? So, how can you expect a crowd to take that seriously, or not, or not be, you know, fawning over them and not actually viewing them and looking at their talent? No, and that's what I said. Is you can see from for me, I can see from both aspects. I'm not saying that she's completely no, I'm not right. Saying, I'm not saying yeah. you. I'm just saying Her. my issue with what she's saying. Right. Right. As soon as women like Kern, AJ Lee, and then the Four Horsewomen and all these girls started, you actually saw wrestlers and and the culture was changing. People took notice to that, right? Right. You know what I mean. And when Gail Kim was on T or T on TNA or Impact, whatever. And having mat- great matches over there, people were engaged in that because they were actually matches and not subjecting women as just eye candy. Well, to, to, when Gail Kim was with WWE, two people was not very happy with the position she was in anyway. But <laughs> but that's what I'm. But then it yeah. ultimately goes down to what the kind of matches they put them in. That's it, right? Yeah. Because right. again, when you put her in, put people like that in better positions, such as like I said. TNA Impact Wrestling, we, you're engaged, so you can't sit there and blame the fans if this is what you're putting out. Yeah, nah, she that's where she's wrong. You can't put the whole blame on the fans. It's, it's like she's like it's both. It's half and half in a way. 
Yeah, opinion. and then, you know, ultimately, don't, the fans didn't say, oh, give them two-minute matches. This was how they booked them. Yeah. So, if you, two, what am I? Well, I, in my opinion, I think two-minute matches started happening when they started realizing people are leaving or changing the channel mm-hmm. when their matches came on. So, it was like, all right, let's make this quick so we won't lose the audience to Monday Night Football or, yeah. you know, going to the bathroom during the show and yeah. you know, that stuff. That's what kind of led to the two-minute matches. But, again, it just led to because the way you was booking them in the first place and the people that you were hiring. So it still falls in your lap a bit. So Yeah, I mean ultimately I think the blame you have to blame the company for that. But moving on, according to Dave Meltzer, if Ronda Rousey does leave, the plan is to push three women. Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Lacey Evans. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Why Lacey Evans? Never mind Lacey Evans. Where's the diversity? That too, no, definitely. That that's when I when you say I'm looking at like, like I said, I don't even mind the fact that Lacey Evans is getting a push. But she hasn't even done nothing. But yes, <laughs> but if you, it's, but you're gonna have to start somewhere, right? So if you decide to pick someone, someone has a good look and a good gimmick, which I think she does. Okay, that's someone new. That's someone new, and you push them and build them up, so she can do something. But my point is, Becky. Becky's going to have to get pushed, right, because she's just hot, right? <laughs> Charlotte. Why Charlotte? I already know why they – I already – me and you spoke about this off the show. They're going to do as much as they can with Charlotte as fast as they can because her time is very limited. Why is her time – but why is her time very limited? Because in their minds, most – nobody – not everybody's going to be AJ. AJ Styles. Okay. In terms of, like, going deep into their 30s and 40s to wrestle. If I'm not mistaken, Charlotte is close to like 33. I mean, but Becky's 32. Like, I don't even think it has anything to do with that. I think they're trying, it's just to, a, they're trying I, to mirror her career to exactly. Her that's what it comes down to. 32. She's 32. Right. They're Becky, Rhonda. Like, they're all more or less in the same age. Uh, Rhonda doesn't count. But what I'm saying is, regardless, that I don't think age has anything to do with that. No, 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 what I'm saying is with her age and trying to match up, between her age and trying to match her I don't, career but again, I don't, with her, da- her dad. I don't think the age has anything to do with it. It just comes down to the fact who her father is, period. Because there's no reason to... Con- so after WrestleMania is done, right? And she's going to lose, right? Because we'll talk about it in, in one of the other hot topics. So what do you, what, do you, what is she getting pushed for after, after that, right? And then where's the diversity? <laughs> no, definitely. There's no diversity in this whatsoever. It's just like you can't keep doing that. Like, who do I identify with? Right? Like, you have the, the audience. Like, the WWE Universe is a diverse audience. And even to switch lanes a little bit, when is Oscar going to get her real push? Yeah, because, again, if you're if you're high on Oscar, you gave her the title. Okay, so what is she doing? Won the Royal Rumble. She and won it- the Royal Rumble. Yeah, like, now she has all these <laughs> accolades, but it's... It doesn't mean much because you didn't really push her like that. Again, where's the diversity? You can't keep like, you know what I mean? Like, who do, who does like little girls that are black, Hispanic, Asian identify with? This is. This is... I mean, and I'm not to say I'm not to say that they can't identify with Becky, Charlotte, or Lacey. I'm of not saying not. You know what I mean? But damn, <laughs> give us a shot in the dark. Please. At one point during the Ray Rumble, they even made a mention that Charlotte Flair and Lacey Evans are basically the same person. 
It's so like give me something different. Lacey, cool. But throw other people in there. Anyway, Ty Dillinger requested his release from WWE and he posted his posted his reasoning on social media. On his birthday too, right? Yes. On the day after, was it? No, I think it was on his birthday because earlier that day, uh, Peyton. I didn't even know they was dating or they were engaged. That's crazy. You didn't know they were Shout out to them. Oh, okay. Well. I don't really follow that kind of world. Okay. I used to watch uh, Total Divas and stuff, but I kind of cut back because I couldn't take so much Bella. Anyway, (laughs) so Ty Dillinger requested his release. What did you think about that? Uh, writing on a wall. He's been in the company for over a decade. Like, he was there when Shawn Michaels and Triple H were still doing DX stuff. Like, mm. it was right. It's it's time for him. Like, you, they're not using you. Has it been over a decade? Because he said, like, over the past five years. He says five years because of the whole NXT thing and the whole 10 gimmick. Mm-hmm. But he was Shawn that got keys. He, um, when Shawn Michaels kicked the dude backstage with the head. Yes, okay. <laughs> and that was when he was with FCW. So he's been he's been with the company for over a decade. Yeah. And then when he finally makes it to the main roster, you do absolutely nothing. They shut you down because they don't like your ten count. And it's like okay, so then find a new gimmick. And right. then apparently he'd been cleared, but they just told him that they had nothing for him. So he's been home for the past couple of months because they don't have nothing for That's him. That's insane. So I write it on the wall. That's There's insane. other opportunities out here now. And then you why best... call, then the, but then for that matter, why call him up? <laughs> so best believe, you, um, Cody Rhodes actually tweeted him. was like, yo, don't be scared to take chances. According to Mike Johnson, the PW Insider, the feelings backstage of the NXT call-ups were um, talent was in fear of maybe possibly losing their spots, but there wasn't resentment, just, just fear of like what's going to happen with them essentially. Um, no one had any knowledge of these call-ups. Apparently, Triple H and Vince McMahon are at odds in regards to all of this. Obviously, Triple H is going to be hyped because that's that, those are his protégés in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Well, not his protégés, but, you know, his babies, right? Right. Whereas Vince is more skeptical, wants them to prove their, their worth or what have you. Um, but on the same note, Vince wants wanted to call up the NXT superstars because he feels like the current superstars are stale and they need new superstars. So which one is it? You want new superstars or you're skeptical about them because what? I'm confused. Which one is it? Triple H is trying to buy time. (laughs) Buy time for what? For when Vince disappears for for the XFL. But besides all of that, like, we know that. We know that's going to happen. But right. besides all of that, just, I'm, com- I, I don't, like. Vince, because you know what it is? I'll be honest with you. A lot of the NXT guys are not Vince's typical superstars. Right. They're high flying. They're, you know, built, you know, regular size. So Vince doesn't really see money with them. Yeah. But he feel like, oh, we need new stars on here because I'm tired of getting the same people probably. But so, but it's gonna be the same pattern, right? Okay, we'll bring up all these guys. They're dope. Yeah, people are hot on them, and then you don't know what to do with them. Like I don't understand how you have a team of people that the the name of that team is creative, but you have no nothing to write for the superstars that you have already. 
That's nobody's fault but you guys. You don't give them the right storylines or what have you or something to do. So, yeah, right. well, of course they're going to be stale. So, are you going to do the same thing to, to the these callers? The guys, yeah. Because, like you said, like, we bring up Asuka. We bring up, you know, Ascension. Like, so many people that came up from NXT. That and it's just so, literally sitting there. That had so much potential, and, yeah. and you did nothing with and them. And let's keep it recent. Nikki Cross, you have Heavy Machinery, you have still EC3. You still didn't put them to a brand. EC3, like, they're literally not doing anything. Lars Sullivan, I know there's, there was some stuff about him, but still, it's just... Like, why didn't Nikki Cross come out with Sanity? At this point, just let her go to her brothers. Like, that's what everybody's been waiting on. Well, and her man. Well, her brothers and husband, my yeah. bad. But, put yeah. some respect on her uh, My marriage. bad, I'll stand in the storyline. But, like, yeah... <laughs> Everybody, that's what everybody's waiting for. Yeah. Everybody knows she's going to SmackDown, so just do it. Do we? Because apparently we have no idea what's going on with, with these call-ups. <sighs> anyway, according to Sean Ross Sapp, a fightful Tommaso Ciampa is reportedly fine after his match against the bar, and so is Sheamus. Did you see? His knee buckle? Yeah. Yeah. That had me scared, and then didn't I, Sheamus throw up the X? Sheamus threw up the X? Mm-hmm. Apparently. So that's why, because you know the whole thing yeah. Seamus had with, I forget the, the disorder he had. His of, neck. Sten, stenosis, I think it's called, something like that. Uh, yeah, I think so. with his neck, he has to be very careful. Yeah, so, but he said he was uh, fine. Okay. So, good. According to Dave Meltzer, the plan originally for Oscar was to face Lacey Evans at WrestleMania. That idea has been taken off the table, but not completely. Well, I know you're not here for that. Mm. I mean, again, if it was something where Lacey Evans was booked, like, you built her up from, like, maybe December or something. Right. To now, sure. All she's been doing is coming out and walking. Even her her, her appearance at Royal Rumble was not oppressive. You could tell. You could see she was nervous. So why would you put her in a match at WrestleMania? Yeah. She could barely do a kip-up. She was so nervous. According to Dave Meltzer, <laughs> uh, Becky Lynch is currently Vince McMahon's chosen one. She's not. <laughs> he... Did they, he didn't necessarily care how inconsistent her storyline is. Right, he doesn't care how inconsistent storyline is right now. But the goal is to obviously push her. That's not Vince's chosen one. That's our chosen one. Like we chose her, and if Vince was like, oh, yeah, like his, 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 his golden girl is Miss uh, yeah. Miss Flair and Miss Bliss. Well, they're technically not really doing much for Bliss right now. Because of the back, people was complaining too much. Like, yo. Get is that, well, Charlotte's still in the picture, But that's so. Rick's daughter. They, so, they, got I mean, plan, they got a plan for her, a 10-year plan for her to make her catch up to her dad. Listen, ultimately, ultimately, he's <laughs> Vince is going to do what he wants. So I, I wouldn't be surprised we see it in the tail end of the year. Charlotte, Lacey, Manny, and Alexa all get some type of push. Yeah, this year not over yet. Um, at in. all, it just started. Let's see what happens after after Black History Month ends. <laughs> fun fact. <laughs> Here's a little fun fact. After Sasha Banks and Bailey's inaugural win at Elimination Chamber, the four horsewomen each are the first winners of each current women's championship that's currently on the main roster. That's not surprising. A well, why do you say it's not surprising? Because they're the forefront of this women's, like, the whole women's revolution, in yes, my opinion. Yes, but, like, Becky, like, before she became the man, right, she was the one that wasn't really pushed in the in, in regards to 
to the four horsewomen. So did you really see her winning the SmackDown women's title? Yeah, when they split the split, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't necessarily see her winning. Yes, I know they drafted her first in regards to, to the women. Not only that, because she was the only horsewoman over there. Okay, but they also pushed. Anyway, but that's besides the point. But again, with Sasha and Bailey, like yeah, ultimately we knew that that was that was the constellation prize after messing their 2018 up. But still, like you said, right? You thought that there could have been a chance that there was a swerve that they might not have won. So it's not necessarily surprise. Is that's not surprising? Uh, no, but again, like once the tag team titles were announced, we already knew. We all I understand that, but you like you just said for Elimination Chamber, you said that there was a, a small part of you that felt that maybe they might not win. And I thought the same, too, just because Sasha and Bailey's push. Right. So it's not necessarily like, yeah, that's a given. I'm not saying it's a given. I said I'm not surprised. There's a difference. <laughs> Is there? Yeah. How? Because I'm not surprised that it's dumb. Like, if it wasn't dumb, okay, but I'm not surprised it is dumb. As long as it's aside from it's a given, I'm not saying it had to be them. Like, oh my god, it didn't happen because when it, if it didn't happen, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, it should have just been them. It's just like I'm not surprised. Like they're the best wrestlers on the on the roster. Yes, I, and I understand what you're saying in regards to yes, okay, they they are the best wrestlers in regards to the women, but just because you're the best doesn't mean that's the case. Yeah, but those girls, I feel like they they. Anyway, Stone Cold was a guest on Fight Nation, and when asked what he thought of Becky Lynch's Becky Lynch being um, currently compared to him, he said, "She does remind me a lot of myself because I mean, if you line up that women's roster and you said, "Hey, I want you pick my next breakout superstar," I don't think you're gonna pick out Becky Lynch, and I damn sure know you wouldn't have picked me out of a lineup. So nonetheless, she has willed herself; she has worked her ass off. Studied the game and came, and come around and she's been, she's what she's been got the hot she's been cooled off then she got a little attitude behind her she got ticked off and said hey man I'm gonna be a star what do you think by that? I mean, I don't know what to say. That's Stone Cold's opinion. Um, it's only like anybody says it, it just took a while for Becky to find her lane. I guess. Do you? Compare her to social um to to I don't, Stone Cold. I don't really, not so much, but I hate that the fact they're trying to make it that comparison. You try, you see WWE trying to push that way. Well, my only, I saw the comparison, especially for Survivor Series. Like I like, right? We yeah. titled one of our episodes Becky three sixteen because right. she had a Becky uh, Austin three sixteen well, time moment. Well, that's what everybody was saying. Was we all were saying that. I wasn't saying. That. We titled the episode Becky three sixteen because that's what everybody was saying. That's what my opinion was. To me, I don't like doing too much of like I I could say that you could be the next Stone Cold and you next Shawn Michaels or whatever, but I'm not gonna say or oh, you're this current generations. That's not what, that's not what I said. I said she had her Austin three sixteen moments. What I'm saying, so she, that like just rebellion. That's like everything that Stone Cold did is what Becky's doing right now. That was cool. That. Because it was organic, right? right? It, we just saw it out of nowhere, and with Naya breaking her nose, it just it just it it's just, just amped added, everything yeah. up. It just added, you know, to that. But now, like you said, I agree. They are doing it a little too much, right? Like now, they're really trying to recreate Stone Cold with her, like the whole coming out in the crowd and and just rebelling right. against 
you know, authority, authority and, yeah. and, and then security taking her out. Yeah, if you do def- especially if Vince is saying, oh, that's the chosen one, and now you're making her go through a whole bunch of different obstacles, you know, to... Just to make it to WrestleMania. Exactly. Kind of like how when they meet Stone Cold be number one in the Royal Rumble for the WWF title, and Vince was the ch- end up winning the title. Or when they built up The Rock, and he wanted to be, you know, the corporate rock basically yeah. just to get into stone cold's way so you see it how you see it's happening like and that's the thing wwe doesn't know how to be organic any, any, anymore nah. right it's just they just don't let things happen naturally it's not as everything is about okay yeah let's we're going to continue to push this person even though people don't want this person let's keep pushing this person oh they like this this is we're getting money off of that so let's let's keep pushing that until we get tired of it you know what I would right. like to see? Huh? You know what I would have loved to see? When I seen Triple H come out this past week, yeah, I would have loved to see him stick up for uh, Becky Lynch. Because at the end of the day, she did apologize, and he was willing to put her back in the match, and it was Vince that came out and called the audible. And you kind of could see that Triple H and, and Steph was kind of annoyed by that. Like, But what does that do for the storyline? It does, like, it doesn't directly put it into, a star, like, a Stone Cold story mode. Mm-hmm. It put it into his own now, because now it's like, all right, Triple H is sticking up for Becky now against Vince, kind of situation. Like. Yeah, but it but then now that takes away from what's happening with Becky. No, because, because now now the issues between Triple H and Triple H and Stephanie against Vince. But then they still have their fighting champion or their person that's gonna represent them. They're not gonna go in the ring themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just would have yeah. loved to see because it, it would have been different because him just to ignore it and just act like it never happened. When you see they was annoyed, like Vince just came out and gave it to Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I think it would have been nice to see, like, all right, we're supposed to be a united front to give the people what they want situation. Yeah. And this was the ripple that happened. And then maybe we see Shane help his father. So, like, I just, if you're going to put the McMahons and, and Helmsley into it, it can't be, they can't be happy go lucky the entire time. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel you. Um, Christian gives advice to wrestlers wanting to jump ship to AEW. He was interviewed um, by Talk Sport, and his advice was, if you're willing to bet on yourself, then sometimes it works out. And if you believe in yourself and your abilities, that will be the case. I think that's the case with a lot of uh, wrestlers currently, right? Yeah. They want to bet on themselves. Can't get mad if you want to bet on yourself. I can't get mad at that. It's just, again, like, I just, I, I, I'm excited for AEW, but I also don't want people to get ahead of themselves, right? Not everybody's gonna be a top star. Say that again. Not everybody's gonna be a top star. Not everyone's gonna be a top star, and not and um, it's not gonna necessarily work. Like who knows? It, maybe they it they do eventually overtake WWE. I don't know. I'm just saying, right? But maybe it doesn't. Maybe it just it's another WCW, or maybe even another TNA. Not to say that's gonna happen, but you just never know. I don't think it's gonna be another TNA. I'm not saying that. No, I'm saying you, like, I don't think you, it could ever be another TNA. You not listen. You never know. You really don't know. Anyway, DX. Break it down. Ew. DX is the first inductees this year's Hall of Fame. I love it. All members, including China, will be inducted. Triple H was interviewed by ESPN and said, look, people believe what they want to believe. When I said a few years ago on Austin's podcast... Um, there's complex complexities around it, but absolutely, this is in regards to China, but mm-hmm. absolutely, definitely, 
deserves to be in there. It'd be tough to pick a female that was more impactful on the business. She did something that was completely so out of left field that it wasn't even being considered when we first brought it up for her to come in. I don't know if you want to finish the rest. From the standpoint, absolutely 100% deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. It should probably be more than once as a group, but individually as well. There's more complexity to that than meets the eye, but here we are. I'm just happy that it's here. Which is, I think we're all happy, and I agree that she definitely should be inducted by herself. That's going to be, like, the really, like, like the coming of all of this, you know, this this beef between her and, and WWE, like, when she actually gets inducted by herself. Right. Um, and, I, again, like, we've had this conversation and debate quite a few times. I still think it's pretty unfortunate that it had to happen after she passed away, but, yeah. Yeah, and I, for fans, it's like, oh, this doesn't count. It counts. Like, to be honest, Xbox not even in there yet. And this is his first way to getting in. Like, You think he, he'll be getting individually? Yeah. Okay. If if this if, if a few people as that's already in there are in there, Xbox's gonna get his time. I'm okay. not saying he like he's as, as impactful as the other click members, but he played a prominent role in a lot of the '90s wrestling. No, he did. He did. I just I, for me, I don't know if I actually viewed him as a Hall of Famer, at least as a singles wrestler. And even when and even when he was in DX, you know. He, That's why I said you know. as a singles wrestler, I don't know if how. Like, yes, he was hot. Like, he was actually a very popular DX member. Right. But he was a, a popular DX member. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I, like for me, just impact like his impact as a singles wrestler. Yeah, like I know he was a European champion. Right. I but think again. he held the IC title once. Um, like again, I feel like he's gonna eventually get in there. Um, but yeah, take it for what it is. Like when they're ready to put China in, they'll put China in. Like people making it seem like, <sighs> like we said, we had this discussion before. And my opinion has always been the same. Like you can't get mad at them when they were already beefing while she was alive. You know, she was trying to recon- like reconnect with them. Unfortunately, it didn't happen in time. But and that's but that's and but that's and I'm stuttering. I can't get my words out. But this is what we had the conversation we had before, like numerous of times. Right. Why does it have to come down to like someone not being here for them to amend whatever issues that they had? But a lot of times it's not on them only. Because remember with that one, it was China who was like, she was kind of flip flop because of her medicine or whatever she said. One minute she'll be like, all right, let's make amends. Next minute she'll say something negative about them again. And the next minute she's trying to go into the building. Yes, but look, it and looked, then, I mean, yes, but look what it, how how far she she had to go for that to, to happen. Right. In regards to just, like, her downward spiral, right? Like, her downward spiral had a lot to do with because how things ended with WWE or WWF at the time. So, I mean, like, this is... This is the constant trend. Like, for example, like, just, just for someone like, like CM Punk, right? Who knows when, when that will ever be repaired, <laughs> if it will ever re- be repaired. And then, God forbid, years, late, years from now, he's not here anymore. And then, oh, yes, we love CM Punk. Like, you, you can't keep doing that with, 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 with people. That's just my point. Yeah, but that's people in general in life. Like, I'm, like, you True. Go, like, even right now, what I'm going through, what I'm going through is, like, I see a lot of, like, beefs that happen mm-hmm. and it's like yo why do people still beef so much like i was just having this conversation with my mom yesterday and i'm like why do people still hold grudges and stuff like that life is so so short 
so so short. Like I don't understand this whole concept of holding grudges. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, and I mean, and bringing it back to wrestling, like you see how so many like like the documentaries they have, especially like for like the Hall of Fame, right? Like you have like Hunter has to call this person to amend whatever was broken between Vince and that right. that superstar. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy because you you guys are like so much older, right? right. You know what I mean? I don't know. With all that said. <sighs> She's in the Hall of Fame. They're in the Hall of Fame. Would you go to it? Huh? Would you go to it? Oh, no, I'm be a Supercard. You're still going to Supercard? <laughs> oh, no, I'll be a Supercard. I'm not going to Supercard. Anyway. Why would I go to Supercard? I don't know, because, like, more, more of the wrestlers that people wanted to see is not going to be there. People, not me. I still want to go see Okada. I still want to go see Naito. I still want to go see Jay White. I still want to go see Gorillas of Destiny. I still have people that I still watch over there. Shout out to Jay White, yo. He won the IWGP championship. Question of the night. How Damn, do you, you gonna just disregard the man I'm winning kidding. the heavyweight title? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So he, fast? He's come he he's come a long way. Right? He is definitely. I gotta watch the match though. I haven't had a chance to watch it, but shout out to him. That's that's a very big, big feat that he did that he Absolutely. did there. Absolutely. He's definitely come a long way. Especially now being the leader of Bullet Club. Cutthroat error. All right, Mark. Question of the night. How do you feel about the NXT calls, and was it the right decision, or was it like a past decision? No, it was the right decision. This is something we've discussed before. Okay. Like, even if it's not an official call-up, but a presentation, like I said, mm-hmm. sometimes you have to bring those NXT people around to people from the the regular WWE audience. I don't know what to call them, but the regulars. That doesn't watch NXT, that doesn't watch, you know, New Japan and all that extra stuff. They just watch WWE product. Mm-hmm. You have to introduce them to these NXT people somehow so that when they do get called up, they're like, oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, entice them to watch NXT. So I think from time to time, I like the idea of having NXT people pop up. Just like sometimes WWE people pop up in NXT. Why don't you have them pop up sometimes and, you know, show just, what they could do? Yeah. I, I And I, I agree. I think. Bigger stars should actually show up on NXT. Like we'll see next week. Spoiler alert! But um, I don't think that's next week. But in the next couple, next couple of weeks, whatever. But point is, like you, we see, we're gonna see that coming. But I'm on the fence in regards to it. I'm, I'm definitely happy that we've seen some NXT calls. Actually, people that we want to see. Right. Um, I think it was just so random. Not random, but also, like, there was no excitement behind it. Like, even when Triple H started off Raw, it was just, like, very, uh, this is who's getting called up, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It was just something, like, normally, like, when remember, like, when everyone else gets called up and then their music hits and there's a pop, right? Like, I, w- I would have loved more of a surprise as opposed to, like, okay, Look out for these, these graphics up, then this is who's coming up. No, that, I definitely agree with that. The way they executed was not that great. But again, like they said, Triple H didn't know what was happening. Yeah. So I don't think he had much time to brainstorm it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would have been dope just to hear, just like, yo, throughout the night, we got some surprises for you guys. Not even, I, I hate the fact that we let people know that there's a surprise. No, just surprise us. No, no, because you kind of have to do that in a business stance because then people like starts tweeting about it. 
people that wasn't going to plan to watch Raw that night is going to be like, oh, snap, what they got going on? Okay. Let me turn to it. You know what I'm saying? And then randomly through the night, you just hear music hitting. Yeah. And then it just like, yeah, it was cool. Definitely cool to see Finn and Ricochet tag. Ricochet tag. But at the same time, I think I would have preferred for them not to tag. You know what I mean? To have a Ricochet versus Finn match. Which is funny. That's what Triple H wanted. But then he decided <laughs> against it because he didn't want two faces going against each other. And that's what I meant to mention in regards to what they having gonna, two faces. What are they going to have Bobby and, and Leo trashed them and caused a double DQ. I don't see the big... You know, we've seen face versus face before in a He's friendly saying, competition. That's not what he wanted. Uh, friendly competition is fun sometimes. Yeah, but I think... <laughs> but but I think when you're... Someone's debuting, you kind of want him to go against the big bad bully yeah. before you actually like have a friendly match with another face. I think that's a better showing as opposed to doing that. You know, I could because then, like, if you if you have someone like Ricochet, you see what he can do, and now you're like, oh, now all the dream matches will play in your head. Like, oh, maybe Ricochet and Finn, Ricochet and this person, you know, as opposed to just giving it right off the bat. What was your favorite outside of Sasha? What was your favorite call up surprise? It's outside of Sasha. I did like the women's call up. That's it. You got the women's call up. Kevin Owens was dope when he um when he faced uh, John Cena. That's the first thing that pops into my mind. Yeah, that like, was that was, dope. that was very perfect. Dope. I think that pop was like crazy too. Like for the NXT champion to pop pop up Sammy, on John Sammy Cena. Sammy Zayn. Sammy Zayn. Um. Yeah. Uh, surprise. That, but that got ruined for me. Why? Because he couldn't have the match. Oh, because he was... He popped the show out of place. He was injured, yeah. yeah. Um, who else? Paige was cool. I didn't know who Paige was, so it was just like, hmm. Yeah, but that was still cool. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, and then just the three out of four horsewomen was pretty cool. I know you said outside of Sasha, but that was because then you saw the actual yeah. change happening in regards to... The Divas revolu- resolution. And some revolution. people don't. And some people don't notice. Like CM Punk and John Cena has been at NXT too. From yeah, they like they were champions and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I would love, to, like you said, just to wrap everything up. Love to see them go on to different brands, right? Yeah, like NXT going to Raw and SmackDown from time to time, and the stars on the main roster show up on NXT just to spice things a little bit up. Just because I think it. It's at a moment right now where it's like Vince, like they said, Vince feels it's things are stale. Right. Right? Which is his own own, own His own own, work. But whatever. Can we, like, go back and watch, like, NXT together? Like, a throwback NXT? Well, every time I invite you to do something, come over (sighs) and have some Spanish food and all this other jazz. You don't come to Jersey either. I'm not going to go to Jersey. See? I'm not going to go. I never said I'm not coming to Queens. I just don't want to go to Queens because you're not going to come to Jersey. But I invited you. You're going to get cooked. You're going to have a cooked meal. You'd have a cooked meal at my house too. Yeah, but I've been to your house before. For like two seconds. For two seconds. To go to freaking... Prudential Center. I no. Remember that one time we we were there. We were watching something, and then we we had Taco Taco Bell. And I told you, let's go back again because I want more tacos. That was one time we was getting ready to go to the Prudential Center. <laughs> no, it was later. We left Prudential Center. Oh, that's when we were shooting the commercial. 
No. See, you see how many times I go to Jersey to hang out with you? That was it to hang out. That was business. Yes, but we it was late and we I hung w- out one time. It was late and we had anyway, that's our show. Wait, no, wait, when was this? What did you come out here for? It was for Prudential Center. Yeah, so we probably went to like Backlash or something and then we chilled at your house for a little bit and ate Taco Bell. Yeah, but see you came out for backlash. You didn't came out to hang. But we hung out. I could have just went home. That's because you was tired. <laughs> that is our show. Thank you for listening and watching. I am Jenna, a.k.a. Miss Jenna Baby, B-A-Y-B-E-E, and this is... Blue Magic Grind, spelled out it sounds. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. At The Mixed Tag Show. Yes. <laughs> Anything else you have to say? If you want to go ahead and purchase some nice clothing from WWE Shop, like I'm wearing right now... Go ahead and click on our link tree in our bios or in the description right here in the YouTube. Also, don't forget to get on it with on it by using the code TMTS and also collar and elbow code TMTS. Anything you'd like to add before we close out? I don't like you. And on that note, (laughs) I bid you adieu. Goodbye. And good night. (laughs) <laughs> there you go. Pull <laughs> the trigger. <laughs>